I just pretend that I'm in Ireland where the Irish bagpipes blow. In Ireland, they know how to love you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and in that case, I'm Tyler Dennering. I'm Connery Hansen. This is the franchise, and today we are covering Legally Blonde, the musical, with special guest um, Haley O'Brien. Hi, hey. Haley. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about Legally Blonde, the musical. <laughs> Good. Have you seen it before? Have either of you seen it before? Oh, yeah. Haley's, a, Haley's younger sister, Danny, performed in it. She played Chutney. Oh, really? She did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, in high school. And um, when I turned 13, Connery um, and his family got me tickets to go see it at the Pantages with oh. them. I don't know if you went, Con. I don't think, was I wasn't allowed to come. No, I was not allowed to go. It was just no. Grace and my mom. Yes, yeah, mm. so... You weren't allowed. So I think this is actually my first time like watching the show. To be totally honest, like I watched the whole thing on YouTube this morning, and I was like, "This is my first time watching this." Actually, (laughs) was it the MTV one? It was the MTV one. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see that when it came out on MTV? (laughs) Also, Haley. (laughs) Oh, of course. (laughs) See it with Laura Bell Bundy and you know Christian Borel. I was always there. Yeah, I didn't know Christian Borel, but then I looked up Laura Bell Bundy, and she's the girl, the little girl from Jumanji. I was like, oh, I know that. <laughs> That's what I know her from. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I know her from Heart of Dixie she was in, which is great. She, you know, came on as like a spotlight on that. She's done a lot of TV, I yeah. feel. Country music. Wait, she's a singer. Oh, yeah, I guess she's. it's obvious that she's a singer. <laughs> She is? Just, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, so I mean, that answers the question I was already going to ask, is if you'd seen it, and live at the Pantages. And when, I was, when I was watching it today on YouTube, uh, well, actually, I was like, mm-hmm. there's two different versions on there. I was watching, like, it's like pro shot. Um, so I guess we'll link in the description which one to uh, to go to. And then I accidentally was, I when I pulled it up on my TV, because I was like, I moved, I started watching it last night and I moved over. I, I accidentally was watching some like low res one. Yeah. But I was like, eh, I could just, <laughs> I mistake. could just see them you know, on stage. Like, it's fine. That's what I did too. I was like, it's okay. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> but, uh. Like, oh, blasphemy, guys. <laughs> you must see it in HD. I'm sorry I didn't have the Blu-ray of it. The, the 4K, Blu-ray. the 4K re-release. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to hire all the actors to come to your house yeah. and act it. And I forgot that they're like a, ro- a roaming troop of a, a troop of like singers and dancers now these days. <laughs> That's yes. just how it works. Yes. Just like what is that book? The station. I don't know. It was really it was really big a while ago, and it was just like about being in a pandemic, and the main characters were all um, like actors Snow- and creators. I hate mysterious meat and (laughs) exactly um so yeah I mean you're so you have a long history of Legally Blonde the musical did you I'm guessing you grew up watching Legally Blonde possibly along with Grayson yeah (laughs) on several several occasions just possibly 
Just possibly. Yeah, Haley is like, if you think I'm a musical aficionado, Haley, I feel like, tops me and Grayson in that regard. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. I feel like we all grew up with it. Um, I feel like you know, like, the actors' you know. names. Like, I, I never learned their names. Yeah. Yeah, I just got, I just really, when I get into something, I want to know everything about it, you know? So, gotta know, gotta know all the people, all the yeah. players. Haley's... Gotta know every actor in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> all exactly. 30 Spider-Man. Reeve Carney, you know? He's currently in Hades Town. if anybody oh, wait, cares. What? Yeah. Who is the main... Reeve Carney? He, or Rev Carney? I'm, I never know how to pronounce his name, but he plays Arpheus, oh. and he was the Peter Parker in Turn and Off the Dark. And all his bones were disintegrated at some point? He survived? <laughs> you know, he, he... Well, I mean, I don't know. He goes to, to hell quite often. He just regenerates really like a Lazarus pit. <laughs> yeah. Like he performs in Hades Town whenever he gets severely injured in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. How does a song in Hades Town go like Hades Town, Hades Town, way, 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 way under the ground? Is that something like that? That, that it's something like that. It's very close. I remember Grace was really into that, and I just I couldn't really listen to it. I was like, eh. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed with Hades Town. I still think it's one of the best. I uh, yeah, the music's gorgeous. What about uh, Avenue Q? That's when I know. Yeah, won the Tony. <laughs> won the Tony over Wicked. Who, uh, That's right. Who is the main puppet in Avenue Q? <laughs> She's going to know that. The main... I don't know if I could name the actor. I could I could point him out and like... Oh, the oh, character? I, don't know. I just... Uh, I know like basically nothing about musicals. The last musical I saw was The Lion King when I was eight or something. When it was... That's yeah, a good it was one, good though. at the Pantages, and uh, I was sitting on the aisle seat, and I don't know if there's a technical like <laughs> musical term for the aisle seat, but that's just what it is. Yeah, the, the, yeah, <laughs> when the people came good. out um, in like the lion costumes and giraffes as they're like parading down, I got I was like I got like scared. I was like, ah, these are like animal people. Oh no! <laughs> the same thing happened with Grace, except she screamed, "Get me out of here!" Yeah. <laughs> Although I did, uh, I was both a munchkin and a monkey in Lizard of Oz in fourth grade. That's that's the only musical I ever performed in. That's the best. I would love to be a flying monkey. That'd be be so fun. Did you get to climb on things? Uh, I don't think so. I think we just like jumped back and forth and learned some like really basic dance moves. And I just remember getting upset at the other monkeys because they weren't like performing really they're just like they kids you know <laughs> and it was like <laughs> why aren't you putting on like your monkey voice and like <laughs> getting into it wait what's the I monkey know, voice like, i, I was in fourth that. grade so i was probably just like everyone's not doing the monkey voice which is just like i'm a monkey like just like lowering your voice as a child <laughs> you know like i don't know i just got like actually upset at people and it was really just strange looking back at it <laughs> I love that. Is there like video evidence or did you burn there it There might be like a VHS of it that needs to be like turned into a DVD because my parents <laughs> had like a mm-hmm. really huge like VHS camcorder or whatever. Like, you know, because uh, that was like the late 90s or something. So sorry, I got distracted by something. I just realized in the musical, this is not a great way to start talking about the musical, but I think 
It's actually UCLA in the musical, even though in the movie it's C-U-L-A. It so I'm like, why yeah. Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they figured out they can do that and then get away with it. So they're like, let's just make it UCLA. Make it more real in this hyper-emotionalized <laughs> version of Legally Blonde. Super-grounded version of Legally Blonde. <laughs> right. Uh, the most realistic, it was realistic, honestly. I don't know. Legally Blonde the Musical came out in 2007. Yep. It came with mixed reviews, but was praised for being a fun and upbeat production, according to Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> fun, upbeat production. Ben Brantley what? uh in the New York Times, because people love to just like hear someone repeat Wikipedia because nobody has computers, said that the show was a high energy, empty calories, and expensive looking hymn to the glories of girlishness. Oh. Ooh. Wow. So. That sounds My pretty loaded. Empty calories. Empty calories is pretty scathing. Oh, it yeah. is. I mean, so like I already said, I've really seen very few musicals. Uh, this one was like very fine for me. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's probably a misstep for this one to be the one that you dip your feet back in the water with. Yeah, and like I know a lot is lost when you just like watch it, as opposed to like being there. And it's just like, oh, yeah, um, Hamilton is finally, like, they're they're uh, speeding up the release of the Hamilton taped version or whatever to Disney Plus because mm -hmm. of COVID yeah. and everything. I was like, that's cool. But, uh, and, like, that's probably what I'll end up doing instead of ever seeing it. But mm -hmm. I know a lot is lost as opposed to actually being there. I mean, can either of you attest to the, the music live musical experience and what oh, well. what's different? Haley, would you like to start? Sure. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah. It's definitely a. I. I think because it's made for that medium, you know, and I think Legally Blonde is a good one to talk about, um, like, when you're watching a play in person, whether watching something online versus you know watching something, on a big screen TV in a theater and also reading something because Legally Blonde has, you know, gone from movie to musical. And there are a ton of musicals now that have done that. And one of the things you mentioned that uh, they use UCLA in the musical and they changed quite a bit to adapt yeah. it. And I think it was a well adapted musical from movie and sometimes that's not the case sometimes um, you get rocky but you get psycho you get some bad you get titanic uh, what's wrong musical. with rocky the musical you know? Monte Cristo. oh god yeah scarlet pimpernail's not a movie so that doesn't matter <laughs> never mind i was like that's not that bad but then i was like not oh um, Sorry, you're saying we shouldn't cover Rocky the Musical no. when, whenever we get to the Rocky franchise? Oh, we're going to. A part of me is frustrated we didn't do Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark now. Oh, uh, no, we'll do it with Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, you should have. Okay, good. That's perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Haley. I totally cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no worries. No, but I think that the adapt adaptation is really important. And um, when you are adapting th something for the stage you're taking into account the idea that people will be sitting there in the audience with you and there's just like an energy that comes from being both in the same room as the people who are creating the story for you as well as um sort of a give and take that happens with the audience and that idea that anything can happen at any point you know that these people have rehearsed it and they've done it so many times 
and it still has to stay that super high level. It's just a different thing than film um, or even watching it when you're, you know, seeing something on screen. And I think it's really hard when we film things that are on stage to make them feel the same when you're watching them uh, from home. It's like when they, when they do the, 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 the live Grease musical or like Sound of Music, like it just feels so empty for some reason. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I mean, those are even made to be seen mm-hmm. in your home. But yeah, there is something hard Like the about ABC that. ones or whatever? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. There's, oof. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't go into that. that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that it makes things hard. I won't, I won't say though that I haven't, you know, um, seen bootleg versions of things online Mm -hmm. and been happy with Mm -hmm. that just because it's all you can see. Um, and I have a subscription to the Broadway HD, which has a couple of those recorded shows that were on stage and then you watch them, you know, on whatever screen Mm -hmm. you have. But yeah, it's just not the same. There's there really is an energy in live performances that you can't replicate. Now you can adapt it for film. You know, when you're watching a movie, you can have similar feelings and you can create a film so that you are interacting with it the same way you might interact with a musical. I'm saying that like or or a play. So when you're in the theater, you're feeling things. And when you're watching a movie, you're feeling things, but you have to adapt it because it it won't read Mm -hmm. both ways. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think so. Like the, I was, I was watching how they shot this and it is like a pretty good, like middle ground from what I perceive to be like being an audience member at a musical. And then also like a movie, because there's a lot of, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of wide shot coverage and stuff to show everything going on on the stage, obviously. But then, as it focuses more on like a duet or one person singing, you know, there's a lot more close-ups, and the lighting is still dynamic and cinematic, I guess, you know, in a way. So, mm-hmm. and like, uh, like I was thinking, especially like, uh, I forget her name, but the woman who's gonna go, who's the trials about, who's played uh, by Brooke. Uh, yeah, Brooke Wyndham. Is that who it is? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that set was pretty cool because it's like just all the uh, like. It's kind of like a kookaloris or whatever, where it's like the light goes through and it's uh, prison bars to show that she's mm-hmm. in prison. So I liked how that was like pretty stripped mm-hmm. down and all that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting seeing like the the difference in, in different formats. But Yeah. Uh, it's like the... It's like the difference of going to see a concert versus watching a music video. There's like there's so much more electricity in the room like when you're there and just like seeing it happen in front of you. Like it's just mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. It's like for me like like my mom loves watching baseball. She's like a huge Dodgers fan, but mm-hmm. I don't ever watch baseball unless I'm at my parents' place, but I like to go to games and it's mm-hmm. just a totally different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is that you can just eat a bunch of crap <laughs> while you're watching it. I don't know what the you can't concessions. You musical theater. People will go, shh, stop, <laughs> stop cleaning that bag. <laughs> I don't know what the concessions are like at Legally Blonde the Musical, but, uh, you know. But it's just, just being there live at any, like, live event is just way more exciting, I guess, than, than watching it. So Totally. 
Agreed. Yeah, exactly. I have a I have a little bullet point list. I thought it might be fun if we just went through the songs of Legally Blonde yeah. and just kind of talked about them Ooh. maybe one at a time. I, th- I feel like that could be a good episode for us. Yeah, sounds good. Oh my god, you guys. And that's where Let's we're going to start. <laughs> I don't have so, all the names of them, but uh, I know I you will. <laughs> so. Yeah, I got them all. So we have the first one, Oh My God, You Guys, which is at, we're at the sorority house, and we meet um, the Greek chorus and Els Besties and everybody. Now, Tyler, I'm more, I'm gonna, I am am going gonna feel like I'm going to zoom in on you and Haley a lot. Haley, as our legally blonde resident. <laughs> aficionado, and yeah. Aficionado and musical <laughs> aficionado. And you, as our first-time viewer, not-so-musical watcher. Yeah. So, Haley, I'm going to start with you to get the critical analysis. How do you feel about this opening number of... Legally Blonde, Oh My God, Oh My God, You Guys. I love it. Oh my God, you guys. I used to sing this song full blast on the way to school all the time. Um, I think it's a really good way to open this particular musical. Because if you look at it, like if you're taking it shot by shot, so you go back to the movie and you have all of the girls getting ready, signing the card for Elle, and they're, you're like getting this sort of intro to Greek life mm-hmm. um, in the movie. And then you have this really well, I think, again, it's a case of, of adapting it really well to the theater where you start with this big musical number where you're introducing sort of the sorority girls and the idea that you're at UCLA in this Greek life and they're all still signing the card. Um, and I really love the sort of like ton of, tongue-in-cheek idea of the Greek life system sorority girls also being a Greek chorus, which is very traditional in, you know, musical theater. And they act that way throughout the entire play, which is really fun. Um, So I'm I'm a big fan. And it's just such a fun song to sing. Now, okay, I don't know if you guys have brought up the lyrics, but there is this one lyric that I was talking with Danielle, my sister, about earlier today, Mm. and she says I'm wrong. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure I'm not. I don't know, though. But there's this moment where um, at the very beginning of the song, one of the girls says, I think that she says, um, not once ever has he hit on me. Yes. But she says that that's not the lyric. It is the lyric. Is that the lyric? Yeah, I literally I had that's like a sing-along I version. I said, not once ever has he hit <laughs> on me. And then she goes, shut yeah. up. They're just like Titanic. Yeah. And it continues. Yeah, Okay, I'm so glad that, you know, we can all, because she was like, no, he was saying that, or she was saying that, you know, he would be so much better with her. And I was no. like, no, they're supporting, they're supporting Elle with Warner and being like, he hasn't ever hit on me. Like, how great, what a good guy he yeah. is to never hit <laughs> on your friend. That's like such a low, <laughs> that's the highest bar. He didn't hit on me. Exactly. For that very vain girl. Yes, well. There is a bit of a stereotype uh, to to the the musical specifically. I think they they really hit into some stereotypes. Very much. But. Tyler, this opening. What what are your thoughts on the OMG? Uh, I like how they spelled "Oh my God" <laughs> in like the liner <laughs> notes. You watch the single version too. O m i g o d. You guys, I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the opening of this. It's pretty similar to the movie, uh, but. As we get farther through the musical, there's like more and more songs that have nothing to do with the movie. And also there are some points, like you said, like they're playing on stereotypes more, I feel like, in the musical, Haley. And like some of mm-hmm. them don't really work for me. And I there's some parts in the movie that just like 
are a lot more subtle or just more positive. Like I mm-hmm. thought, like uh, the the lawyer who's kind of like the mentor character who ends up being a creep in the movie. Same thing here, but Callahan. Yeah, Callahan. Callahan he's like. Yeah. More sinister in the musical than he is yeah, in the movie. Yeah, he's like it's outright like, evil. Mm-hmm. He yeah. sings a song where I'm like, he has murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. least, at least one. Person. I know. Yeah, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but he's just like, uh, I don't know. Like the is it e- Enid? Is that the character? Mm, yes. Who's like she's a le- uh, she's a lesbian. He's like, oh, yeah. like you, you mean- can't. He says something derogatory about lesbians. I'm like, what the hell? He just, he just calls her a lesbian. He's like, oh, oh you yeah. lesbians. And then she goes, what did you in say? In blood in the water. Yeah, and then, she, and then he goes like, oh, see, like, because you're mad, you can't think straight, and I just won my case because you got emotional. He he. Yeah, he just, like, sucks more in the musical <laughs> than in the movie. But, uh, He's just an outright bastard. Yeah. yeah, in terms of, oh, my God, you guys, I liked it. Thumbs up. Good. That's what I have to <laughs> say. Let's <move> to... <laughs> Good. Let's move to... Honest to God, one of my favorite songs in the entire musical, which is Serious, that Warner sings. Oh, snaps. How does that one go? It's like, we both know why we're here. I see it in your I eyes. I see it in your eyes. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they, they're, they're, they think they're singing about the same thing. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's a good, like, uh, what's the term? Not hyperextension, but it's just like an exaggeration of what the scene is in the movie when mm-hmm. they're just at dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it's very musical. Where like they are expressing their emotions through song. I think like Leaky Blonde is pretty good at doing the emotion blow up thing. To like you have to sing. You can only sing your emotions. That's how it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it lends itself really well to that, right? Like if you're gonna have a story that does that, Legally Blonde, which is supposed to be a sort of uh, almost satirical, right? Mm-hmm. This idea of you you come in thinking one thing and then you leave being like oh but she actually was smart and good yeah. and it wasn't just a fluff piece you know like i think this musical really lends itself to that really well where it's like yeah we're going to go over the top with this we're going to sing it and we're going to have our crazy girl choir and it's going to be a it's going to be a hoop <laughs> yeah, definitely i feel like it, it gets zany <laughs> it gets absolutely goes absolutely ballistic yeah. more than a few times Oh, definitely. I can't wait till we get to that. <laughs> yeah, there's some parts that I just, um, I had to like rewind just to see what was going on. Uh, I think when she's studying to take the LSATs or whatever, because yeah. suddenly all those men, shirtless men come up and like one of the girls like puts her hands on his chest. I'm like, wait, what's happening? And it's like, oh no, it's because like she yes. can't, because L can't go party. That's what they're saying. But I was just like confused by what was happening mm-hmm. for a second. I, I have never heard this song before, ever the weird frat boy song i was like i don't know what, what is happening i hate this song though. was it like the ska connery one? yeah yeah i didn't like that one either wait which one are you talking one... about you're not talking about within what you want right yeah where the frat boys like sings like jamaica themed music he's like what you want you want to be cruising <laughs> it's horrible. in catch the room what you want you want to be smoothing yeah. in it's like almost vitamin c but it's not oh <laughs> uh, i used to love that part i still do that's such a part that like you jam in the car you sing both parts i mean it's not in Come the on, heights guys. like it's just some <laughs> random dude it could have been <laughs> but it's Who not knows? it's like um, <laughs> it exists, and it's not it's like a minor baja man hit <laughs> yeah <laughs> some by some white frat guy exactly exactly 
Uh, yeah. Oh, just a lot so of interesting good. things character-wise as well. Like, we, David Kidney is totally deleted for one thing, which is a little upsetting. Yeah. Yes, very Maybe upsetting. they just thought they couldn't live up to it. I'm like, that's fair. He's pretty good in the movie. Yeah. Mm, and uh, they replace the guidance counselor with a nerdy Delta New girl that helps El steady. So that's fun. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, the Delta New girl did help El study in the movie, yeah, for too, one scene. to be fair. Um, but yeah, they did take out, they, they took out a couple, they've taken out a lot of things. We'll talk about yeah. it. There are some I just don't understand why I... they kept Enid and got rid of David Kidney. If we're going by, like, importance, I would probably keep David and leave her out. Well, I think that David had too big of a side plot that they probably couldn't include. Like, his whole trying to get with the girl at the very end, she, like, slaps him, and his whole like helping her throughout the whole thing. Like, e- equally much so. And that's such a great Elle Woods moment. It's just not there. They had to put the... Oh, I agree. They had to put the Ireland song in Connery. <laughs> I, you're right. We had to have the Ireland song. It's It was so... And the reprise. And the reprise, yes. <laughs> Ooh, I just want to say, uh, it is in the beginning, the Oh My God, You Guys... That dog yes. is mm-hmm. a good actor. <laughs> yes. I can't. Snaps to the bruiser. I can't imagine ha- like being, okay, a dog in a movie is one thing, but a dog performing in a live show constantly, mm-hmm. knowing knowing its marks and everything, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good dog. And then there's that uh, bulldog or whatever later mm-hmm. who just gets carried mostly, but I'm just like, what is that dog thinking? Like, who are all these people <laughs> that are looking at me? Like, I don't know. I brought... <laughs> I brought a for my high school performance of Oliver, where I played Bill Sykes. I brought my big white boxer pirate on stage. Pirate. He was very confused the entire time, <laughs> <laughs> and he got really exhausted halfway through. He just like sat down. He was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." Like he literally like wouldn't get up. Like pirate, come on! Like and he never did that before. And he just looked at me like, "I'm exhausted and I want to go home." <laughs> but such a good boy. Oh, he was a good he boy. Was such a good boy. Yeah, I miss pirate. Boy. Yeah, he was bomb. And he looked the part because he, he looked did. like the pirate yeah. with his overbite or underbite and, and pie patch, eye patch eye. his half discolored eye. Mm-hmm. His scurvy. Yeah. And his scurvy and the fact that he couldn't sit exactly. like a normal dog. Exactly. And he had a little cannon that he would light. <laughs> Fire. And Margot would be a cannonball and launch out of it. I just love imagining dogs doing wild things. <laughs> doing what? They're pirates. It's crazy. But we get that scene where Elle makes it in and we have the weird, like, dudes that are ad- admitting her. And then we get Elle in, like, her parade costume, which I thought was actually kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, she got a letter of recommendation from Oprah Winfrey, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Um, I did not like it originally when I first was seeing the musical. I didn't like that they changed the like personal essay to not include a personal essay. Yeah. I was like so I was I was indignant about it. I was like this thirteen year old girl and I was like, Elle Woods would not have not had the personal essay. Like the thing that she does in the movie with the little the video, sort essay. Of video essay is in addition, right? Like she, she, it is an essay. It's, it's a part of the plan. Yeah. It's part of the rules. I think she like but extra her an whole extra showing thing. up. Yeah, exactly. And like her showing up in person to sing a song. I was like, that's so not. Elvis. I know. I'm like, this kind of place. Um, like, is she like, that's a really dumb plan. She's like badgers them into letting her into Harvard more than anything else. 
Yeah, I, it almost is like she didn't earn it, like when she did in the in the movie, mm-hmm. where it's like she at least earned her place. It's it's not her smarts. She says like, "Love, let me in because of love," and the guy's like, "Okay." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is such a fun number. Mm-hmm. So. Meanwhile, at the same time, I am. <laughs> At age 13, I'm thinking, like, I don't know if Yoda would be flipping all over the wall fighting Count Dooku <laughs> like this. I don't know, man. <laughs> just, just as important. Too much. Uh, <laughs> uh, Equally so. Yeah, yeah both are equally yeah. important. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, that's one of my favorite parts in the, the movie is when she does the whole audition tape, whatever, to get into Harvard. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I definitely see how that doesn't <laughs> translate. Uh, so I liked mm-hmm. all of the marching band parts of that song a lot. So, Yeah, the marching yeah. band's a fun It's number. a really fun song, and it's a really long song. Like, mm. it goes from her getting in, like, trying to get into Harvard, the whole Jamaican me crazy scene, <laughs> all of that. Is that the theme? Goes into... Yeah. That's that's what oh. um, Ashley, uh, Annalie Ashley... Um, says that she's one of the Delta New Girls. She's like, Jamaican me crazy. Yes, the theme and this he year comes is out and he's like, what you want, you want to be... And like starts going. Uh, put a smile on your face. <laughs> uh, wait, is this What You Want? Is that the song? Yeah, that's, that's What You Want. Yeah. What You Want's just very long. Because this is L. Yeah. It says in the liner notes, L, Serena, Margot, Pilar, Kate, L's parents, Grandmaster Chad and company. Mm-hmm. Who's Grandmaster Chad? I think that's the what you want. He's too left turn to the school. Oh. Oh. I thought I'm pretty sure he's the guy that lets her into the school. Uh, the, the dean's the name Grandmaster. is Grandmaster Chad. <laughs> that's a pretty cool like rap. <laughs> I've decided that's the case. Even if it's sure, not. I'll 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 let I'll let it I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, I liked Elle's parents' part in this a lot because I like them a lot in the movie too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I love mm. when her dad has a martini at graduation. <laughs> but uh there's a line yes. I, I wrote it down um something about the, the is it the college is for uh ugly serious people boring is it boring boring ugly serious, serious people and you like button are none of those things of yeah those he's things. like singing about the east coast he's like all the girls have different noses and there's no parking ballet or something <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no parking ballet <laughs> the little bits yeah, they have cool. i always like them a lot yeah, they're always good. They, they're good snipers. They just, like, run in, but then they're, like, hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Oh, such good parents. Yeah, then we have the such good parents. They just stay out of <laughs> her business, let her do her own thing, and then yeah. they just support her. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they just pay all the money to go to exactly, Harvard. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, sure, I'll pay it. It doesn't matter. Go to law school. Fun new hobby. What is it? It's, uh, it, I'll pay. If you get in, I'll pay your way. If you get into yeah. da, 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 and then yep. it Yeah. Okay. So, we we get introduced to the new group of quirky people. We have a, a tech wizard kid now, and we have a deposed king. <laughs> yeah, or like a and like a yeah, <laughs> yeah. king or sultan or something. or something. Yeah, prince. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we have a uh, Enid, who's the only one who has uh, stayed um, the same character. And uh, Emmett's actually leading yeah. the discussion now. Yes, he is. Emmett, much more prominent in this movie, which or this in the musical, which I don't like. Really? Yeah, you're not a fan. No, of No, I found time? it a little irritating that he's like so 
in there and kind of like instigates all like Elle's big moments. It seems like, oh, that's because of Emmett. I'm like, no, she thought of that. Like, she did that. Like, stop Uh, it. Yeah, Luke Wilson's character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that as much either, too, because it's like she kind of does that on her own in the movie. And Emmett's just there to be like supportive. But like, he's not Mm -hmm. like, oh, you need to change your life around. Where's your books and stuff? And I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. It kind of muddles the point, I guess, a little bit for me. That she like does it on her own, and I'm like, and it's really cool that she like kind of whips herself into shape, and is like, okay, I can do this. Like, I know I can do this. Emmett has to be the one that's like, I think you need to learn how to do this, little lady. He's like, you need to use shampoo and conditioner in one, so you can study. Hi, <laughs> I'm a frumpy shithead. <laughs> yeah, I I get that point. I just love Emmett so much from the movie oh we all love luke wilson in the movie mm-hmm. like he's amazing more more emmett is always good <laughs> for me but i think that you're right that it the point of her being she she really loses her her independence mm-hmm. with the musical very much so yeah i think and, um mm-hmm. emmett's probably my favorite part of legally blonde too just because he's just the most supportive <laughs> and there's no conflict at all <laughs> he's just like yeah i'll do whatever you want to do we don't have to get married like at fenway park like i'm just here to support you i'm like this is so nice <laughs> like i love that there's <laughs> no there's no b plot of them like having drama like i just really like it he's a fantastic example of how most men should or all men should behave towards the women in their lives <laughs> that they're going to marry yeah <laughs> yeah being like i support you i love you like do your thing and i'll be here <laughs> Yep, I'll travel across the country and we'll just get married wherever as long as I have that little I'm not a baseball person. What is it? The little thing that you see. Oh, he doesn't on? even ask for that. The diamond. Like, L, I, L just no, gets it. No, but he has it. Yeah. The... No, the UPS man ships it over, Like I think, but I don't know who orders it. Oh, that's right. But he yeah. has it. He does get it. He does get the home that's plate. All, that's all The UPS man yeah. delivers it. Yeah, the baseball diamond. And yeah, and he's not. I don't think he's ever like explicit or has never even said that. Like, oh, but uh, Emmett placed the order for the home play. I think it's either like Elle surprised him with it, or oh, or maybe Paulette she would did do it. Because that. Like, that it seems like a very Elle Woods move to be like, I we're not married in Fenway Park, but like here's home play, and, he, and he'd be like, oh, that's really yeah, sweet. plate. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> you can clearly tell I don't. I don't want Haley's it. a big okay. sporto. I don't. I'm a I'm big musicolo. Musical. Uh-huh. So, Love it. yeah, we just really jump into things. Literally, my notes is we really just jump into things, huh? We meet Callahan and he sings his murder song, Blood in the Water. <laughs> yes. This is the point in my notes where I just wrote down uh, um, this guy sucks and is too serious. Asshole. Do not like him at all. Because <laughs> he was just being like really mean to people. I'm like, man, Callahan. Yeah. Like the thing with Callahan in the movie is like, I guess he's like kind of, he's somewhat charming because he like, mm-hmm. even though he's like a predator, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that's how he draws people in because he's a smart professional, but then he's also a creep. I'd like to, I'd like mm-hmm. to fast forward really fast. That we're talking about that. There's the in the end where Callahan gets fired and um, more and. The, about Warren, what's his name? Uh, Emmett says, I'm taking the case. And then he's like, how dare you, blah, blah. And right when he's about to leave, Emmett says, yeah, and I don't hit on interns either. And like he proceeds <laughs> to hit on Elle like shortly after that. And I was like, get fucked, oh. Emmett, you idiot. Yeah, I'm not a good one. I know, or else you're doing it right now. 
they really they make things much more explicit. They want to make sure that you really know that Emmett likes Elle, yeah. even though just the previous scene before he told her he loved her multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> it just has to be incredibly obvious. And musicals do have a tendency for being ham-fisted when it comes to getting a point across. Yeah, these kind of, specifically the kinds that are like legally blonde, mm-hmm. right? Like the classic sort of new age, not new age, uh, golden age yeah. of like musical. There's a song here called The Positive Song that Elle uh, sings, Keep It, keep it, positive. it positive, which mm-hmm. I feel like I like the first half and then hate the second half of it. <laughs> I, I feel almost the opposite. Really? Because I, I think it's yeah. really funny when uh they're starting off and like the Greek chorus appears. I think that's really funny. And they're like, oh, yeah. we're in here because Elle like works herself into such a big tissy when she sees like um Warner and Vivian are a thing. Mm-hmm. And then like these hallucination girls appear and it's really funny. And then uh Yeah. And they talk about just like being like, okay, keep it positive. I, one of them just I I like they go through all the horror boys, like they're going to attack Vivian and keep it positive. And then they're like, Yeah, kill her. <laughs> doesn't fail to make me laugh even though it's probably the exact wrong message and not something movie l woods would be thinking yeah i don't think it it aged as well but it is so fun and like the the message is super fun i remember i i memorized the dance for that because it was so much fun but yeah it i don't know why didn't you like the the ending of it I don't, maybe it was mixed feelings and maybe I'm just like confused as to where this part ends exactly. <laughs> Cause I feel like it goes on for a little while and then Elle has to like, I feel like she wrestles with her own motions a lot where she's like, I, guys, I can't just like shake my junk the entire time. He walked away while we were shaking our junk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like literally, exactly but the things they go said. over was like violence, seduction, and that's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because that's all that's all she can do, right? Like that's it. Yeah, right. It's like my, so this is your brain working overtime hell to be like, we can hurt her or we can seduce him. <laughs> can seduce him. One or the that's other. That's it. Yeah, it kind of sets you back on the on the message, but um it's a fun 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 uh song if you're not really listening. Exactly. It has a fun little rhythm to it. Tyler, what are your thoughts on keeping it positive? I don't remember this song. <laughs> Because I think I was so like, because Ireland comes right after this. And it's yes. just like, what is this? And also the lady who plays Paulette, like Jennifer Coolidge's character, it's like so not like Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-hmm. But it's also just hard to be just like Jennifer Coolidge that it, it was yeah. distracting for me. It wasn't bad. It's just like, you know, you have a certain expectation and it's different. not yeah. the same as the movie. So, And she's also singing a song about Ireland that has nothing to do with like anything, it seems. so. It's called Celtic Moans! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a terrible yeah. song. I was just confused. It, it has no point no. to be... Like, that was always... I never got it. Grayson Grace loves Ireland. Yeah, she loves that song. She just would sing it and sing it and sing it and sing it. And Enya. Yes. Yeah. And it's like that. maybe if they tied it in and like the UPS guy was Irish, that would make more sense, but he's not. He does so. an Irish jig in the end. Oh, he does? Yeah. He does, oh. yeah. But they, you're right. They could have, for being a musical that's been really, you know, not pulling any punches, <laughs> uh, they could have really driven that a little bit. He could have been like, top of the morning home. to you, ladies. 
Yeah. They just make him a porn star. Kyle had a had a bigger role, I feel, in the musical than uh, he did in the movie. A lot of the men do they have a bigger role David for Kidby some reason. Is he the UPS guy? Yeah. Yeah, he has more yeah. than actually musical, has which, which I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's actually funny. I actually liked his bits. Yeah. I was like, this is funny. Mm-hmm. Emmett, you're overstaying your welcome, but UPS guy, <laughs> I, I'm welcoming like the one extra scene he's in. Yeah, because it... I just remember yeah. that Emmett, like, he has the whole, like, makeover song, too, where he's, like, going, sh- mm-hmm. she's like, I oh, love to shop for men. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a thing. I'm going to stand by it. Some women do like doing that. No. I- my mom and sister go gaga for that. Well, I'm not, sa- I'm not saying oh, yeah. that that's not a thing, but I'm just like, this is just, like, absolutely doesn't happen in the movie. <laughs> like, it's just so extraneous. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, it's, it's such a pointless scene to, like, express, like, Emmett and her falling in love because he's been so shoehorned into every single part of the plot in this musical mm-hmm. and then like got he's like a friend the entire time and then they have to be like okay now we have to show give a song where like they're getting closer where in the movie it's just like they're obviously into each other like you just tell like the two scene three scenes they're together you're like they're into each other well i also don't think that that's the point for the movie like i think that you're supposed to be focused with l on winning warner back right like that's sort of where you're supposed to be having your attention so that when Emmett sort of comes through and you're like, oh, he's just always been like steady and there and like, oh, he's this total catch and just is supportive and lovely. But even like the third act of the movie, like I feel like Warner kind of dissolves into the background because he keeps being like creepy and gross and Emmett comes more to the forefront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's true. I think even then we get to see like, her feelings for Warren Dwin- Warren Dwindle and then like Emmett starts to be more prevalent and being more like supportive and all that stuff. Definitely. But in the musical it's a hundred percent Emmett all the way, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Which I am not well, you know what, me too. I am a hundred percent Emmett <laughs> all the way all the time. So. And do you like this this like frumpier, dorkier version of Emmett? Because I feel like Luke Wilson is not frumpy or dorky in the movie at all. He seems very put together and cool. I don't know if I would say that he seemed cool in the movie to <laughs> he, me. He's kind of like I a dorky. Like he understood his shit. Like, he's not like a total dweeb like he is in the musical. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Yeah. He. I mean, he's all work, yeah. basically. I, they, they do get that right with the musical. Mm. I think that he's supposed to be sort of a foil to Warner, who's like this really glossy, um, you know, like clubs and famous people mm-hmm. and you know all all show and no substance and i think that emma's supposed to be the opposite he's supposed to be all substance and like he doesn't he's humble he's very um, like serious yeah he's very like harvard or like east coast compared to warner who i guess originally he is from the east coast or something because he goes i don't know <laughs> i forget the he said yeah he has the club with vivian mm-hmm. right but he could live in he could live in the West Coast, and maybe his parents in boarding school and high school sent him over to the East Coast to get an education. Oh my gosh, I love this um, this head cannon. Yeah, <laughs> we need a Warner prequel. <laughs> I'm already writing my yeah. Warner like high school fan fiction that him and Vivian got into while like L was not even in the picture. Oh, do we have to do a fan yeah. fiction episode now? <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> like, like, like you—you you watch too much of that. Let's call that Star Wars one with Lauren Lapkin. Yes, <laughs> I do, and I don't care. Um, no, uh, this is my moment. I don't think I brought it up yet on this uh, 
on the series, but I really like Emmett's hair in the first movie, and then he just gets like a more like typical like short haircut in Legally Blonde too. Mm-hmm. Snaps, Tyler. Yes, <laughs> I'm with He's you. got his like college hair in the first movie, and like he looks good. That's Luke Wilson, and then he gets like it, yeah. he just looks more like just the normal dude in the second one. I'm like, that's fine, but like I don't know, bring back the longer hair. <laughs> I'm with you. Where's Emmett's like traditional look? <laughs> traditional look. That's all I got uh, to add to that. So, um, so after Ireland, we have um, Vivian invites Elle to the party. We get the bunny incident. My yeah. my favorite line of Legally Blonde's one is cut out for this. For I think a much less less good joke. But you know, like you know, when I try when I dress up like a frigid frigid bitch, I try not to look so constipated. Oh right, which, oh, yeah. which makes me laugh every yeah, time. Yeah, that's that's like the best line mm-hmm. or one of them. It's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, but, and they do cut it. You're right. But I did. I was like, oh, they made a Gloria Steinem joke. That's that's fun too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't know some of the choices, but again, I don't know if that would have read with the musical, right? No. Like if she had said that, I don't think that it would have been the same time. I think the audience would have been like, um, ooh, because Elle doesn't cuss in this, and Elle kind of cusses a lot more in the musical. <laughs> <laughs> or no, in the movie. Sorry, in the movie. In the movie, she cusses in the movie, more. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not afraid to say you're a bitch. I think this... Yeah, it's a family show. Yeah, Connor. I was going to say, I think this musical is like even more targeted at like, like, I don't know. 11 to 14 year old girls than the movie is oh yeah sorry Haley. the tween <laughs> the it's for the tween it very much is no it totally i mean that i think it was 12 when it yeah. came out so it was i like, think this would be great for like that demographic like i didn't like i like like i don't know this was pretty good it wasn't like amazing but like i imagine if that was me <laughs> i would i would really <laughs> like this so yeah you probably saw this at like the perfect time when you went to uh when yes. you saw it live yes it was it was definitely we were right in that demographic <laughs> for speaking so, legally blonde. So let's launch right into chip on my shoulder. I was about where, um, to say, like sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say where Emmett gets Elle's life together for her. And yeah, and literally my <laughs> note says I don't like that Emmett is here so frequently. <laughs> There's that and then I, I just didn't like the song at all. It felt sound really like cacophonous or like discordant i don't know what the right <laughs> thesaurus word is but i'm just like i don't like this song very much but with the chance i've been oh given goodness, i'm guys. gonna be driven as hell yeah because he's got a chip on his shoulder and... oh he does a lot more like talk singing in this one too i think right yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he has a really big. It's mostly his song. Yeah, I love the beginning of this song, though. I so okay. It's sort of hard because I. Emmett makes Elle stay really home listening. for Thanksgiving and or stay at the college for Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, he he's a he's. Like he like pressures her into doing it too. She's like, "I'm going home for Thanksgiving to see my family." He's like, "Okay, I don't have one of those." I haven't seen my family in years. He has his mom. That's what he says. He's he's trying to buy a place for his mom. So he's not going to go visit his mother on Thanksgiving or Christmas? Nope. Nope, because he's going to buy her a house instead. Animal. That house isn't going to replace what the whole decided. lump in her heart from where her son didn't love her. <laughs> Giant hole that's shaped like a house. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, thanks for the house. I wish I more had time with you, my son. 
what else is there to talk about in this musical? <laughs> I have more to talk about. So, um, yeah, we have <laughs> that. Elle witnesses the proposal. Uh, actually, Warren proposes to Vivian, and Elle witnesses it, which I thought that's a that's a good one. That's intense. Yes. And that's what, and not at all like the movie. No, not at all. And then we get um, her act. The the big like eleven o'clock numbers are like uh, I'm so much better than before. Let's say the hello much better and so much better. If you listen to um, Legally Blonde one, listened all the way through our closing theme song and my stupid bit where I spliced together a bunch of dialogue, you'd hear that song play in the very end. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah, I. Remember, she orgasms, like she pretends to oh, yeah. orgasm uh, during uh, that song. Uh, 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 so that's, that's fun. Better. Yeah, it's funny. Everyone laughed. Awkward what? for all the high school students that are. <laughs> they ask their parents, "What's an O O orgasm?" Is uh, a <laughs> is this the same song where she's like t- talking about sperm for a while, <laughs> or is that something else? Like she's she's like proving the case. In class. Oh, that's just yeah. a scene, yeah. Is it, oh, okay. It's not part of the it's, song. It's the same it's the same scene, but it's not the song. Yeah. I think that's chip on your during chip on your shoulder. Yes. Which goes very closely into so much better. But yeah, they talk about the sperm and chip yeah, on like, your shoulder. Mm, because that's when she uh proves herself. She like wins her case. She's like she's like, Oh, now I think you just won your case, Miss Woods. Right. Is that in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It is. And actually, the same sort of dialogue. I mean, not verbatim, but it's the same case they're talking mm-hmm. about. Because for some reason, I don't didn't remember it in the movie, but I heard it in the musical when I was watching, and it's just like, man, this is like maybe this isn't for that demographic because they just like a whole <laughs> scene talking about like whacking off and stuff. And it's like I don't know about this. <laughs> for, well, the the kids will have some questions for their parents, and that's what this is for. This is the talk. This is your preteen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they ask you these questions: What's an orgasm? What was the jerking off scene all about and then the parents go yeah well i didn't think this was really gonna be in it i forgot about that scene so let's talk about it i guess timmy jane you're going to go through changes timmy, timmy jane, timmy jane. <laughs> it's, it's so so gender neutral i'm timmy jane is, I love it. <laughs> oh yeah i i just write down i i just don't like emmett he's making me more and more annoyed it's, especially when he taps her on the shoulder and points her towards the list i'm like get out just <laughs> For a scene. Get out of my room, mom! Exactly. I'm like, get out, <laughs> Emmett. This isn't fucking about you. <laughs> Legally Emmett. Ugh. Legally Emmett is what it feels like sometimes. Legally <laughs> Emmett. This is raging. <laughs> I don't like it. I was like, can you just go? I'm eating my Asian pear and like watching the movie. And I'm like, leave! For a second. Yeah. I just, I loved Christian Borle in it. And like, I freaking loved Emmett right I was like I was in it I was ready I wanted him in, in all of it yeah and he sang so good and he sang so good but I <laughs> but I I agree with you where you're like this isn't it, it's a different different message different message here mm-hmm. um Brooke gets her exercise song and she gets that excellent jump rope routine which is really fun uh yes where she tells you how you can murder people with <laughs> yes <laughs> But unfortunately, there's no stab wound involved, and turns out, or no gunshot wound involved in that. So unless he was no. lacerated, strangled to death, or his spine was shattered, then <laughs> exactly, exactly, she did not do and it. He wasn't whipped into shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so exactly. we just have yeah. that. We we meet her. Um, I think then we literally fast forward past the whole like, 
or we don't fast forward. We get the whole like she gives El her alibi, blah blah blah. She won't give it to Callahan, mm-hmm. and then we just go straight to um the department store scene where Emmett and El shop together and they fall in love. Yeah, take it like a man. Yeah, take it like a man, and it's fun and question mark. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a song. It's, it's a I, song. I, I like the song, but they are singing. Not, they're singing. So that's Their mouths fun. are moving, and song is coming out. Exactly. So that's good. Um, we're we're getting dangerously close to one of my most controversial songs. The bend and so. snap. Um, no, but that's a good one. I I thought you know if they weren't gonna make bend and snap into a song, they were really gonna. Lose out, yeah, you know? and if anything should be a song, it should be the bend and, snap. and the the L doesn't get to it's the bend and snap isn't like trademark L Woods, it's trademark random cheerleader girl in the musical. Yes, and she talks a lot about men panting after her. Yes, like song. dogs. And then when Paulette does it, yes. this horde of gross men press their faces against the door, and I'm like, oh my yes. god, it's the night of the living dead. Yeah, it's horrible. It's very. These like lecherous men just like wander into the salon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but they do have then their token gay guy come out and say his classic line at the end. I feel like he like shouts it. Like I maybe that wasn't the thing I saw, but like he comes over and says like, "Oh, cool, bend and snap." And some like pushes him away. It's like a bend and snap and song. Yep, exactly. So you know, I'm like, he's the punchline. What's happening? All of the most offensive things. Yeah. Ugh. Tyler, what did you think about the bend and snap, the song? Um, I thought it was pretty good. It's yeah. hard to adapt something so iconic. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. otherwise you're just As like... As we've learned two times over by now. Yeah, it seems... Yeah, what's the one in Legally Blondes called? Like uh, the, the flipping flip wave? wave. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like they're giving us the bird oh God, and waving us movie. away. Ha- Haley, have you seen Legally Blondes? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> you have? Oh, of course. <laughs> But it's terrible. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, it's hard to like adapt something as iconic as that. And I'm like, yeah, they do a fine job. It doesn't feel too derivative or like they don't make it too big of a deal where they're like, we got to do like the bended snap scene. It's just like a pretty faithful adaptation without mm-hmm. being too over the top. Like mm-hmm. they didn't try to make it like this huge. I don't know. There wasn't like confetti coming from the ceiling or something like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought it was a big billboard drops down. Yeah. Like it was pretty good. It could have been With instructions. It could have been a lot worse, but it's just not nearly as iconic as like the first time you you discover the bend and snap in the movie, you know. Mm. So Um and then from there I think Oh yeah, so from there we go to the court scene. We have is he gay or is he European? Yeah. What are our thoughts and that feelings on that song? Because I feel like that song dances on the edge. It definitely does. It nearly topples like so many times and like writes itself. And I'm like, you're on a pretty fine line right now. It's kind of an incredible balancing act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to add to that. That's all, <laughs> that's just, that's just all it is. Like, it's if you have not listened to this song, listen to it. I would argue for the sheer thing of being like, that's offensive. Oh, wait, they just kind of corrected themselves. Oh, wait, that's offensive. Oh, wait, they just kind of readjusted again. Yeah. It's so weird. It's a really weird song. Because they also... It's very 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though. They also address it beforehand where Callahan's like... Because she's like, oh, he's gay. And he's like, what? 
you can't like do that in court. Like you don't want us to look homophobic. That like that'll look really bad. Like he says, Callahan says that in the, the yeah, musical. Callahan will like attempt to like sexually harass women, but he is <laughs> deeply concerned about being called homophobic. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's all about how you present Connery. You know, he doesn't care about the reality, uh, how he looks. Good point, touche. So, He'll do it behind closed doors. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah, he's time. the villain either way, but it's, like, more progressive in the musical that he actually addresses it a little bit as opposed <laughs> to the movie, but then also the song is just like, oh, this song's going to be really offensive, and then, Ooh. oh, no, it's not. Oh, we're just making fun of Europeans. It's fine. <laughs> oh, but then... <laughs> Or is he? Because there's one line where it's like, he's so gay that he likes parfaits and cabaret. And like, <laughs> I like, kind of laugh just because I'm like, what does, like, parfaits? What does that mean? Like, donkey. Is he donkey? Donkey likes parfaits. Like, I don't see anything. Is he gay or is he donkey? <laughs> or, or are we dancers? Or are we dancers? Yeah. Or are we donkey? Um, I don't know. I feel like that sums up that song. It's really strange and teeters on the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that scene where Callahan, Callahan kisses Ellen this, and it's probably a little bit scarier. Um, Ooh, I will say, and then, speaking of kissing, at the end of Gay or European, like his his boyfriend, Carlos, who his name is like, what's his name in the movie? Chunk? The, Chunk? Chuck, but Chuck. I will say the man in... Enrique, his character in the musical is named E.G. Tacos. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty awful. It's pretty bad. Why oh, did they change his name yes. to Tacos? I don't like his name's Enrique, a human man name, but they call him E.G. Tacos. That's terrible. Horrible. Never mind. Just horrific. I was just going to say at the end of the song, like, they kiss. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, that's know. like, you know. Nice. I guess that makes up for like, and like, okay. like a flag at the end, right? Yeah, they do like a little like banner around the stage that turns rainbow. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. very Lakasha pose. Yes, yeah, so it's of. just very confusing. Like, I, I guess they like this, but like the dialogue seems like it's bad. <laughs> it's like the 2007 progressive like yeah like trying yeah, really hard. Like, it it's good, but also we're not quite sure yet if it is. <laughs> yep. That's it exactly. It was right during that time, too. Mm-hmm. It's like the song is hyper insecure about itself the entire time. It's so weird. But they got to do it. Yeah. They got to do mm-hmm. it because we have know, to send a message. A yeah, not like, not a strong <laughs> message, but like a mm-hmm. medium strength message about it's like about <laughs> being gay is OK. But if you're weirded out by it, it's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically what the song is. Yeah. Oh, horrible. God. You could just call them European, and then it's it's okay for you. Make it right yeah. in your mind. Make believe and just pretend. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Yeah, on. I interrupted Mel you, sings that. It's okay. Um, we get that back to the sun, back to the shore, back to what I was oh, before. Please, won't you open the door? <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, I can't. Can I can't count how many times Grayson and Haley, I've been in the car with them to trips and boundless <laughs> locations where that song has come on and just has to do the, in, so many just musicals singing the, all the entire way through. But I love it. It's fun. But this song, I feel like it would come up rather often. Even when it was it like was the so next fun. to normal phase, which I remember the next to normal phase went on for a long time. 
Well, yeah, I mean, Aaron to bait. Connery, I know, yeah. But, um, yeah, the this song is just so much fun to blast and sing because you can be ridiculous, and it's also a duet, which mm. is just like everything. And they're both so dramatic. I mean, he's talking to her through the door, and he's saying, and "Open you, it." <laughs> yeah, and he's saying, "Open it," and she's saying. No, I have to go back to California. It's very melodramatic. Where everything makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go back where everything makes sense, California. (sighs) So, it's just, it's a great song. It's how I would feel oftentimes. You know, I'd be like, oh, I just, I'm angsty and I need to go back to the sun and back. And you're like, just can be as angsty and obnoxious as you want. When you were saying about duet, that song is a duet, and I, I brought up Next to Normal, it's my own brain started firing, and uh, what's the song in Next to Normal? Like, We're the perfect loving family, so it's uh, I, yes, I That was my opener. favorite sing, thing to sing with like you, Grayson, and Danny. We would just like sing that song, because it's like a four-way like number. Yes, you have the whole family singing the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Oh, yeah. Next to Normal is fantastic. Yeah. Next to Normal is one that just deals with some really crazy adult themes. Very much. And does it so well. And Tom Kitt is the composer, and he just, that music just hits you. It's great. Tyler, what did you think about this song? This is the most probably upsetting song in the, <laughs> not upsetting as in, it's sad. It's it's her lowest moment in the show. How would you feel about it? Is this the song when she goes back to Paulette? And she's in- right before. It's right before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember this song. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just kind of, of like, I was kind of bored, so I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> but then I liked it when she went to Paulette, because then she was like changing in the in the broom closet, <laughs> right. and then she's oh, like yes. back to her normal self. I was like, yeah, I like Vivian this. This is fun. But I think the sad song I was like, I just averted my eyes or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, Vivian sings a song which I, I really enjoyed. Um, she doesn't really become friends with Elle over the course like of the musical, like as so much as in the movie, which I kind of missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like there could have been you. room for a really good duet between the two of them, just talking about their lives. Probably yeah, been really cute and nice, just like in that dorm room space. I'm like that probably been really sweet. Yeah, like Legally Blonde. I mean, the movie, it's more. It's almost more about her and Vivian than it is about her and Warner and or her and Emmett. Like Emmett's kind of like a given, but there's not like this mm-hmm. back and forth like there is in the musical. And it's not like she's like trying really hard to be Vivian's friend, but it's like ultimately one of the most important things that they become best friends, as it says, like mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I feel like the musical makes places a lot more importance on the men than the movie ever does. Yeah, it's like more of a love triangle. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, I mean, I think that goes with the themes of um, a classic, though, musical, right? Mm. Like, I I probably could find examples of opposite of that, but I I think, like, that they're really driving home just making it very Broadway, you know? Yes. Very, just gonna sing, sing about the boy I love, which is... Classic 1950s. Very much so. Um, and the, the song is literally just called Legally Blonde, I think, because they say it about nine times it throughout is. it. Yes, because she says that she should be called Legally Blonde. Yes. 
and it, it's okay. Just let me be legally blonde is what she said. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's legally blonde remix that I like a lot. <laughs> yeah, the remix is fun. Yes, that's a really good one. I love the finale. But we're, sorry, we're we're, we're going to do Chutney right now, where she takes the stand, and Chutney is significantly uh, yes. dumber in the musical than she is in the movie. Yes, and they go to the bathroom. Yeah, they go they to the scene all of the go crime. To the yeah, and then like they have the whole visual pres- representation of not even representation. Like they literally just have the lady with the perm go take a shower, and then her hair's all like. There were some really quick changes. Enid gets a perm, and then oh, takes a shower, and her perm's gone. Yeah, yeah. There's some really quick changes in this musical. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like her hair goes from perm to like straight wet hair or whatever. And then also, like, when uh, Elle changes later in the room closet, it's like, wow, she changed really fast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those Some are always fun. fun. Changes. I've got to say that they really don't have as much girl power as they did in the movie, like how you're talking about Vivian and Elle's relationship. It also is just clear across all of the female relationships in this movie. Like, I think that the Delta New Girls are firmly on Elle's side, which they are in the movie as well, but when you, especially in the scene, right, like, Elle is constantly complimenting Chutney, right? She, in the movie, she says, you know, she's, my girlfriend got this perm, and it was not nearly as good, because she didn't have your bone structure, and she wasn't as, you know, you clearly, she was very um, respectful, and never um, belittled Chutney Mm -hmm. as, like, a female, and in this musical, you hear, like, constant um, like hollers from the Delta New Girls that are just like making fun of Chutney mm-hmm. um, and her curls. And I think that that's something that you do hear throughout like this musical where, you know, they're not with Vivian, it's not as close and she comes back and you don't get any of those heart to hearts and you don't have the relationship between the female law professor and Elle Oh yeah, she's and- just gone. Yeah, who ultimately in the reprise, right? Like, that's who would be singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you don't get those moments. And I think that really does take away a lot of the message from Lily Blonde. But you also, you know, I think as as we've stated, you're, you're watching her. She has this moment where she's like, she literally just says things that you in the movie, like, learn through nuance. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It's fine. Take it in you. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard adaptation. Indeed. And uh yeah, um L and Warner have their little last goodbye, which is nice, I guess. I like that they hug. They have more of like a reconciliation where they're like mm-hmm. like she actually says like you pushed me down this path, so I guess like even though we didn't end up together and you caused me a lot of heartache, I want to thank you for that, which is interesting. Mhm. It, she kind of has, like, the wrong heart-to-heart heart heart in the movie, which is or in the musical. It's, like, with him rather than, like, anybody else. But. Yeah, he, he doesn't really yeah. deserve it. He, like, stood her up and is kind of just a butthead. <laughs> mm-hmm, he is a butthead. Um, and, like, he probably, yeah, like you said, he deserves it probably the least of every character to have this, like, emotional moment. But. Yeah. And he, he even gets, yeah. like, a little redemption but at the Where Are They Now song during the Congratulations class of 2004, We Did It. Yeah, where in the movie it's just he graduated with no off job offers and no girlfriend and nothing. Yeah, nothing. He's just a big nobody zero. But in the musical, yeah. they're like, 
he landed on his feet. He became a model and makes a lot of money anyway. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad the piece of shit has a great life yeah. anyway. <laughs> You're like, thank God I, I needed to know that. Mm-hmm. But Paulette singing the finale is just such such a good closing. She she just makes such a good narrator yeah, for us. I liked it. For, our end song. Mm-hmm. I almost would have liked now that you say narrator, like it'd be kind of cool if she just like was like presenting the whole musical. <laughs> like she was. That'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm, I agree. It's like I mean, my only reference I can think of right now is Hercules. <laughs> the, yeah, she, the movie. She, she embodies <laughs> the, muses, the muses. Yeah, basically. So mm-hmm. instead of the Greek chorus, she'd like be that kind of character. Yeah, or like the narrator from Into the Woods a bit. That yeah. Sort of or uh, plays with the audience. Or Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's it. And it was red and yellow and orange and green. And yellow and green and up and blue. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> you know it. Come on, Tyler. The famous Bible story. Yeah. I read the Bible. Come on, Made Tyler. Come on, Tyler. Read the Bible. <laughs> Come on, Tyler. Andrew Lloyd Webber. His famous rock musical. The fan of the opera. Yes. You mean Cats. No, not cats either. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ Superstar, clearly. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is better. Did he do Godspell too? He did not do Godspell, oh, okay. no. I thought he did for a while, no. but Jesus Christ Superstar is pretty kick-ass. Isn't there like... Oh, I love that musical, actually. Mm-hmm. But only if it's done well. Yeah. It can be done really badly, yeah. and then it's just painful. And the thing that's interesting about Jesus Christ Superstar, Tyler, is it's from the perspective of Judas, which is really interesting. Wow. <laughs> Do you know who Judas is, Tyler? Yeah. He was his friend. Good. He was his friend, and then he wasn't. Exactly. Thank you Just for this Bible like presentation report. Warner. Just like Warner. I wonder what his role will be in Passion of the Christ 2, which is a movie that is coming out. Uh, that doesn't make so sense. Funny. So Easter? I don't know. Yeah, he fights the Easter Bunny. I don't know. That oh, be- yes, with lightsabers. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> thing that comes to your mind. Lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down. Happy Easter, lightsabers. <laughs> uh, I don't oh, know. Wow. I like I like the remix song, and I like Paulette and the UPS guy in the musical probably as much as I like them in the movie. And they have more to do a little Mm -hmm. bit. Uh, At least the UPS Mm -hmm. guy has more stuff going on. And I like Mm -hmm. the attention to detail where they have him wear the nose strip because he broke his, she whacked him and broke his nose on accident. Yeah. Yes, with the bend and snap. Poor Paulette. They they don't have really anything with her and her ex-husband. They, I mean, they they take (laughs) out a lot. Like, let's be real. They put that part in, but except Emmett says, hey, Elle. You should know this law where he like spoon feeds her the information she needs. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah. why are you even here for this scene? Yeah, it's like way less. <laughs> You're like, let her do it's it. It's like less uh, female empowerment in the musical overall, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But um, I, that was kind of funny at that, that one scene they had with Paulette's ex husband or whatever. Or whatever if they were married whatever but um where he like opens the door and his stomach's just like as big as possible (laughs) i just leaned away from the mic to convey that even though it's an audio medium (laughs) um and then he turns to the left and then he like sucks up his stomach because he sees l or whatever but i just yeah i don't know i just like it whenever there's a guy with like his belly just fully distended i always think it's funny (laughs) that's all i have to say Uh. (laughs) 
It's a good bit. So that's the end of the musical. Um, on a distended stomach, we <laughs> pan out and and leave this uh this pretty okay musical from two thousand seven. Um, it was not nominated for best musical, no. and so it did not play. They did not do a musical number of it mm. at the Tony Awards. Do you know what did one in two thousand seven? Oh yeah, it was Spring Awakening. Oh, that figures. Which is another one of those like more serious, heavy, um, sort of alternative, I'd say. Have they made a movie about that yet? Uh, no, they haven't. They did, Musical Theater um, West did a version of it with a deaf cast. Mm. Um, or Deaf West did it. Um, and that went to Broadway, and it's incredible. Interesting. Um, but they haven't, they haven't done, like, a play of it. Spring Awakening, for those who don't know, is about a tiny little German town in like the 1900s and a bunch of kids who didn't know about sex. And then they find you know, it. Death, death and shenanigans ensue um, because of it, <laughs> because they don't know. And um, it's actually really fantastic. And uh, it's where What's Her Face from Glee, uh, she starred in it, and now she's like a monster. Pariah monster. <laughs> Leah yeah. Michelle. Yeah. yeah, Leah Michelle. There we go. Um, and Jonathan Groff, right? Who is in Hamilton as the king? Man. Um, who aged much more gracefully than she did in the public view. So, anyways, great. But that one won for two thousand seven. So that makes sense. Yeah, Legally Blonde had no chance. So. <laughs> Jonathan Groff was King George the Third in Hamilton? Question mark. Uh huh. Yep. He's also in Mindhunter. He is in Mindhunter. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of other things, I think we come to the <laughs> part of, in our show where we ask about recommendations and what we've been watching. Is that right, Tyler? Yeah. Or do you want to skip straight to the end? Uh, well, is there anything else to talk about? We're done with this musical, right? No, we're done. We're yeah. done. We'll just say, uh, have you been watching or listening or uh, playing. playing or reading or doing anything reading. of no? We're just looking for recommendations of any kind yeah. here. Uh, yeah, I have. So I just finished Human Season 3, which is on Amazon Prime. Mm. That was really fun. Um, what is that about? And like. It's about, it's sort of Westworld-y, um, but I actually liked it better than Westworld. Um, it's about if humans, if everything was the same, but humans had created basically like Alexas, but that were human formed. Mm. So you know how people have like four Alexas in their home? What if those were just like in human bodies, basically? Um, so I'd sit like a man named if, Craig in the corner of my room and be like, you live here yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he like makes breakfast for you and stuff, and um, so it's it takes place. It's a UK show, and um, they some of them have consciousness. So it's like iRobot, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit like that too, like a Westworldy iRobot British. I show. did not murder her. It's kind of fun. Yeah, ex- exactly. There you go. Um, so that's good. And then the other thing that I just finished reading was really good and controversial. Um, was uh, The Book of Longings, which is Sue Monkkid's new book. Highly recommend. Uh, it's sort of hard to pitch because of the 
content, but it's really good because um, Sumant Kid just has this incredible voice. Like she wrote The Secret Life of Bees and The Invention of Wings. And like, so she's this insanely good author. Um, but she wrote The Book of Longings, which is a fictional retelling of, since we were talking about the Bible, the Bible. The Bible. Um, but it's a fictional retelling of like if Jesus had a feminist wife. Oh, is that Lilith or uh, whatever? No, no, no. Like a fictional oh. Lilith is actually the wife of the devil in, in Right. The Bible. Adam's first wife, supposedly, right? Yes, yeah, supposedly. Mm. That's that's a like canon thing. Like I think. Me, that's I'm supposedly Catholic, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not that well versed, but I do. I did read the Book of Longings, and it's it's really fantastic. Just because it's not really heavy on like the religious aspect of it all, but it's it's heavy like steeped in the Jewish culture of mm. the time of like one A.D. through like thirty A.D. And this woman, you're you're watching her sort of. It's like she grows up in this time, and then she marries Jesus of Nazareth, right? Which mm-hmm. is just like. A whole other thing and it's really interesting and it like dives deep into like the monastic communities of then and um how often does she dunk just... on jesus <laughs> never oh, okay <laughs> i'm a little curious no. about that I'm like is she like gonna out preach no, jesus <laughs> i'm a little curious no it's done really well like it's such a it's such like a weird topic that like i wouldn't think anybody would want to touch with like a 10-foot pole but She's so she's such a good author and she's really thoughtful and she really did her research about like the time and and you know I think that she was very cognizant of Jesus as both like a religious figure and as like a human person um that existed at the time and so it's just it's really good book I nice. I recommend Tyler what have you been doing <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing (laughs) uh watching movies for podcasts (laughs) um yeah and musicals uh there's this movie called hollywood shuffle that's on amazon prime right now uh it's directed Mm -hmm. and starring robert townsend uh and it's basically like a satire movie from the 80s like he like basically kind of like scraped together like the it's like a hundred thousand dollar budget and ended up making like over five million dollars it's just like a super indie movie that took him like a couple years to make but it's like a satire on basically Mm -hmm. like the black the black experience in hollywood especially in the 80s i guess of just in like i don't know it just satirizes all of that and stereotyping and the kind of casting for like especially like low budget movies um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's pretty funny (laughs) check it out (laughs) And I think it's a, definitely of note, for sure. And Robert Townsend, uh, the same year, I think he directed Eddie Murphy Raw, the stand-up special. So, mm. um, and it's written, co-written by Keenan Ivory Waynes. So that's my recommendation this week. Check that out. It's funny and insightful at the same time. Nice. Nice. And Peter Deming shot it, who would go on to shoot a lot of Dave Lynch movies. And Capone, now that I remember. Oh, hey, Caponester. Old Poop Pants himself. Yep, Mr. Poop Pants himself. (laughs) What about you, Connery? Uh, Let's see. um, Yesterday, I got really excited because Death Metal came out. um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's new, um, their sequel to Dark Knight's Metal. And uh, the first issue was pretty sick, and I enjoyed that (laughs) very much. That's cool. And uh, Strange Adventures also came out. Tom King, Fitzgerald's, and uh, Doc Shaner. 
and that was also really really good that got delayed for a long time and it's finally out again i'm like yes thank you and it, it was so good mr terrific's in it and they're delivering an amazing mr terrific story in addition to everything else they're doing it's so good do you know what mr terrific tyler or haley uh it sounds familiar but i don't think that i i've seen any of it or know of it very well clearly. wait is that part of new metal i mean dark metal wait death metal um no death metal <laughs> is its own separate thing it, with, it's just like bonkers town with us scott's night greg apollo Str- strange adventures is a whole separate title i don't know mr terrific i got him confused with that guy that you lent me the comic of that he's mr miracle yes mr miracle there's lots of misters Same. Same artist writer duo. Though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Miracle is really good. So it is. But yeah, I did that. Um, still watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> uh, I also watched Da Five Bloods, but we're going to talk about that a little later. Um, <laughs> later in the week, I guess. <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, later. Much later. Yeah. Um, not much later, but you know, on what's the next on? episode? Sunday, probably Sunday, or Sunday episode. Um. What else? Da, 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 da. Um, I finally completed my beast build in Bloodborne, which is fun. I just love Bloodborne in general. I'm playing that with Jose a lot right now, so that's been really fun for oh, me. Just like, fun. yeah, just like taking somebody through the world for the first time and like just having played it so many times over. It's just fun to see his or hear his expressions and then be like, "Oh my god, what's that?" And me be like, "Hee hee hee." <laughs> that's so cool. that's been enjoyable for me at least, and. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, The Last of Us Part 2 is downloading as I speak right now, and I'm really excited to play that. And that's what I've been up to. Nice. Excellent. Oh, I, I also saw The Gentleman, which I really loved. Um, I thought What's it was just about? like a fun movie. Um, It's the... What's, what's his face? Um, yeah, it's like a... A yeah. Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. There we go. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's his movie and it's has like a pretty all-star cast and is super fun. It's like a mystery. It's It revolves around this American who sells weed at a very large scale in like posh British lords. Um, oh, I've seen trailers for this. I know what this is. Okay. Yeah, and it it's like this I don't know, like this gangster mystery. It was really fun. It was it was like a nice sort of original film, which I thought, and it was filmed and like the editing was kind of fun. And I just I recommend watch it. Nice. Noted. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Um, I need to see it at some point. Well, how would you rank? Hey, we all have to do rankings actually for Legally Blonde. Oh, oh, that's right. We do. We have to do our rankings. Shit. All right, cool. So, Haley, I'll let you go first. Uh, out of Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde, Legally Blondes, and Legally Blonde, the musical, What what's your ranking out of those? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, Legally Blonde, the first, goes first as top choice. That's just a phenomenal film. Um, and then... Probably to me would go musical second just because it's so fun and the music is just a they're all bops, you know, like they get stuck in your head. Um, And then red, white and blonde because Legally Blonde just doesn't deserve (laughs) to be in the same category. Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) What about you, Connie? What about you guys? 
for me, I'm going to say Legally Blonde 1, Legally Blonde 2, Legally Blonde the Musical, and of course, ranking last is our Legally Blonde's British twins, who, again, shouldn't even be in the conversation, but here they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd go Legally Blonde. Man, that's tough between the musical and Legally Blonde 2, because I think they're both mm. just, like, weird in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say the musical second, even though I like Emmett mm. a lot in Legally Blonde 2. There's like other stuff going on in that movie that's just like weird to me. It's yeah. the snap cut, though. Come on. It's oh. iconic. Snap cuts. Good. Yeah, I guess. Mm. But no, I'm I'm with you. I rank the musical second. So. That's t- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what do you mean you don't know? You're going to put like Legally Blondes in front of Legally Blonde 2? No, no, I'm just, no, no, definitely not. I just, I, I think I like Legally Blonde 2 better, but it's more like doesn't age well and no. feels like a tacked on sequel in a lot of ways. So I'll just say, yeah, Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde the musical, Legally Blonde 2, and far in a way after Mystery of the Blues as a Legally Blonde movie, <laughs> Legally Blondes. <laughs> Mystery of the Blues is a better Legally Blonde movie than Legally Blondes is. <laughs> At least I learned about jazz and Mystery of the Blues. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess we'll announce our new, our next mini series. Oh, what is it? Get it out. Get Ugh. the bucket. I gotta get the bucket, which is definitely not a bunch of trash underneath. Like, it is. Da 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 da. Then back to the future. <laughs> back, back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's back to the future. Uh, the future strikes back. So stay tuned for that classic trilogy. It's on. They're all Netflix right now. If you guys want to get a jump start, and uh, we'll be joined first by our good pal Joseph Horn. Oh, it's gonna be so exciting. He is like the preeminent knowledge <laughs> of Back to the Future. He's a scholar. The scholar, and the puns will probably abound. Yeah, and we're also going to talk about uh, The Five Bloods, the new Spike Lee movie that's also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a jump start on that too, go ahead. Um, you have homework to do, everyone. <laughs> so much homework. <laughs> but, um, so much. but yeah, Haley O'Brien, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me on. For you are you a know. wealth of knowledge in musicals and Legally Blonde, so it was an excellent episode overall (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything to plug Haley nothing to plug I am just you know quarantining it up like (laughs) things that I do is like baking I bake a ton right now (laughs) you have the millennial baking contest I've yet to participate in because I just feel so outmatched no you should do it Connor you should (laughs) yeah I have a group of people that I've decided we're all baking we're doing a baking challenge every week and then Everybody's super supportive. It's really fun. Yeah. You have the, all these like really talented women that are baking amazing things, and me and Jose are just kind of there. Yeah, so is Xander <laughs> and Blake. They're, I think that you guys all are just sort of like watching. Oh, I didn't know they were on the list. We're, all, we're like, I don't I don't know. I, I feel mostly bad. Like, I want to try to make something, but I just lack the supplies here to make it. <laughs> yeah. I. But that's sort of what's fun about this in the quarantine with like having a baking challenge because you can't really get the ingredients that you need always. So you just have to MacGyver it. You gotta... Just, uh, so you should, you know, I make. I should make like a have. swordfish cake for you guys or yeah. something. A yes. swordfish layer cake. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it could be it could be savory or sweet. 
this this week we're doing um, donuts, and you could do, I don't know, you could do uh, fritters. I don't have a deep fryer. You don't have to have a deep fryer. You can bake donuts. Oh, you can? Yep. I know. I know that. It's crazy. And you could do, like, donut holes, or you could do, uh, like, French What's that thing yeah. where they have, like, where they do, like, that big stack that's on, like, pretty much every baking show at some point or another, where they make that big tower of, like, little um, pastry <gasps> oh, circles? Oh, yes. Uh, the shows. But what what is it called? I was talking with Paul Coates. And he was like, we should do that. And I was like, no way in hell. <laughs> not, not Paul Hollywood? Not Paul Hollywood. Not Paul Hollywood. <laughs> he's he's next on my, on my list of people to talk with. You know, I'm much in demand for these podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> Haley's very famous. Yes, you know. <laughs> Thanks yeah. again for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. This has been fun. All right. Yay. See y'all later. All right. Bye, Haley. Bye. Hey, Connery, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, then you might enjoy the wonderful podcast Starship Impala starring me and four other amazing guests. There's also a spinoff show that's on the same channel called Team Impala, and Haley is actually a character on that one, which is kind of fun. So you can look at those, Team Impala. It's her and uh, our other two friends, Brendan and Bronwyn, and they do a fantastic job dealing with my dungeon master machinations and it's 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 a good time we play pathfinder on that one but yeah uh that is it if you want to follow me on twitter i'm just at connery hansen so with the k so you can do that too tyler what do, what do you plug in my dude yeah follow me on twitter at tyami vice uh it's like miami vice but t-y-a-m-i vice <laughs> uh and at franchise pod for our twitter and instagram Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com to sign us up for spam and possibly, hey, ask us questions. We'll read them out online. Uh, I mean, well, whatever, on the podcast. <laughs> online, the internet. And if you've heard me sipping on something in this episode, <gasps> it could be a sake yuzu cocktail made by my friend Jason, uh, a.k.a. Skullmates. He has a food delivery uh, in L.A. right now going on where he makes a whole bunch of food from scratch it's all really good he has like chips and salsa the salsa is so good a lot of japanese food and also like burgers and breakfast burritos so follow him at schoolmates i'll put that link in the show notes a lot of good cocktails too so i'm gonna make him drive to burbank with to give me a breakfast burrito and a cocktail <laughs> <laughs> i think there's a breakfast cocktail that he has kind of like a mimosa fun. so i'll put the i'll put the uh um the menus on our social media um if you're in the la area support a local uh underground food maker Very delivery person i was confused as to what was going on for a long time <laughs> yeah. on my instagram <laughs> I'm like what's happening really what is good. this and um and like legally on the musical always says i am so much better than before uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay bye everyone Haley hung up early on accident see you next time it's okay bye <laughs>